0: Another preseason win for the Minnesota Wild, but did it come at a price? Plus, does Brandon Duhamel have the inside track for the final available roster spot for the Minnesota Wild? And we look at season expectations for Nico Sturm and Nick Bugstad. All that's coming up today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap the Wild's 3-2 win in overtime against the Chicago Blackhawks with some of the notable stars from the game, plus the potential bad news that comes with the Wild's win. As Matt Boldy was injured, we look at whether or not that may impact his status for the early part of the season. Plus, we also discuss whether or not Brandon Duhame has the inside track at winning the final available roster spot for the Minnesota Wild to start the season, with some comments that Dean Evison had after the uh, Wilds win against Chicago. And we look at season expectations for Nico Sturm and Nick Bugstad. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wilds, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage. Including the last couple of seasons, covering exclusively the Minnesota Wild, standing right at the beginning of my first full season covering the Wild here with Locked On Wild. Happy to have you along for a Friday edition of the show. Make sure to uh, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts as well as we get closer and closer to the start of the NHL season. Let's dive right in and start by talking about the Wild's. 3-2 to two overtime win over the Chicago Blackhawks at XL Energy Center, their final home preseason game. And uh, a lot to take away for the Wild in this one. Uh, the Wild got um, a nice performance from Cam Talbot in the game uh, in net. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the Wild also got goals from Matt Dumba, Alex Goligoski, and Jewel Erickson-Eck uh, in this game. And uh, nearly had a couple of breakaway opportunities from uh, several wild players, including uh, Marcus Foligno, Marco Rossi, Kevin Fiala, and uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. I I just, before we dive into some of the things uh, that really stood out in this game, uh, this team has uh, really put together some nice things that has led to some pretty exciting hockey to watch for those that are able uh, here uh, as we windle uh, winds down the uh, the preseason to the regular season, but we got to start by talking about that top line, and uh, it seems like this is going to be a pretty 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 good top line for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Matt Czucurello leading the world in assists in the preseason with seven. Seems like he's assisted on pretty much every goal that the Wild have scored. Uh, so far here in the preseason, Eriksson Eriksonek hit a goal and an assist today. And Kirill Kaprizov is just doing his usual Kirill Kaprizov things. Uh, this, I think, has a chance to really work out in a nice way. As uh, now you can throw Eriksson Eriksonek out on the ice with Kaprizov as much as feasibly possible. And Dean Evison said just as much. That uh, they just they don't seem like they can ever get eriksonek out on the ice enough uh, to uh, to help out this team. Um, there's going to be a lot of ripple effects from this. I mean the uh, the top line is uh, is doing noticeably better um, than uh, than they have uh, even last year. Uh, it seems like that uh, that Hartman Felino Greenway line has settled in nicely, and that that line will still be able to do uh, the things that uh, that made it successful, but. We could also be looking at a noticeably better power play and penalty kill. I want to key in on the penalty kill to start overtime uh, for the Wild. They threw out there in a four-on-three, Julius Jonas Brodeen, and Jared Spurgeon. If you score on those three with the man advantage, you deserve to win the game. That, that's, that's just how simple it is. I mean... It, good, good luck trying to uh, to score on those three. Uh, your odds are incredibly low, and so you know we, for what we saw at the end of the season last year, with the uh, the penalty kill struggling a little bit uh, and the power play starting off abysmally slow uh, at the early part of the season, I think we might be in store for a little bit better special teams unit with this wild team this year. So. I, I am really excited for this uh, this season to start. Now, that was all the good news. Unfortunately, it looks as though the Wilds' win may have come at a price. Now, there wasn't an update after the game. Uh, Matt Boldy kind of got crunched along the boards uh, awkwardly and had to be helped to the uh, locker room during the game. And uh, Coach Dean Evason, really all he said was that uh, it didn't look good. So that could be a major downer for the Wild. There wasn't uh, there wasn't a guarantee that Boldy was going to make the team right from the get-go, but he certainly looked ready as has Marco Rossi who uh, got into action last night and uh, I would imagine he plays again on Saturday as the Wild try to kind of fully hone in on those players that uh, that have a chance to make the final spots on the roster um, ahead of the regular season. Rossi has looked ready. Boldy looks like he certainly is capable of handling what's going on at the uh, NHL level, but now we got to wait and see what is going on with his injury status. It, he could spend the uh, beginning part of the season um, injured and not able to play, and if that's the case, I think then his path is to Iowa just to make sure that he is healthy and ready to serve a bigger role come next year. Still could make the team um, at some point later on down the line, depending on how injuries play out at the NHL level. But if he's injured to start the year, that uh, that makes his chances of being part of this wild roster a lot more difficult um, as the season goes on. So that was the uh, the negative that we saw from, uh, from tonight's matchup or from last night's matchup. Um, the positives, though, again, I'll I'll leave you with those as we move on. Um, noticeably better play from the top line, and yes, I know our uh, Chicago didn't really bring a whole lot in the way of uh, of players that are going to be making an impact on their roster, but at the same time, top line looked great, power play was better, penalty kill looked very good as well, and so uh, that's some stuff that hopefully will carry on into the regular season because. We could definitely use it. Uh, there is another positive to come out of uh, the preseason game yesterday, and uh, that is the play of Brandon Duhame, who appears to have locked down a spot on this wild roster. So we'll, uh, we'll lump him into the season expectations for uh, Nico Sturm and Nick Bukestad, and uh, we'll talk about kind of what Duhame could bring to the table as a member of this Wild squad, that is coming up next here on Locked on Wild. Hey, Wild fans, Seth Topal here with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Make sure to use the promo code Hockey and get a 25 bonus cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump ever again. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code Hockey to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there is no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account, You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or for an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code Hockey to start saving today. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. We talked about some of the keys to take away from the Wild's 3-2 overtime win over the Chicago Blackhawks in their second to last or penultimate preseason game of this 2021-2022 season, wanted to key in on a guy who appears to have locked down a spot on this wild roster, and that is Brandon Duhame. Some of Dean Evison's comments after the game seem to suggest that uh, this is going to be the case. Uh, From Michael Russo, it is so obvious Duhame's the leading candidate for the last Minnesota wild roster spot. Comments from Dean Evason. You can play him with anybody. He's going to give us opportunities. He's going to create because of that speed. He's got himself into a position where he looks like an NHL player. Uh, certainly high praise for, um, for Duhame. And we look at some of the other guys on this roster that have that speed that can really make this wild offense into kind of uh, another gear, can take them into another gear. Uh, Nico Sturm for one, and of course, Kirill Kaprizov leading the way. Uh, you can never have too much speed for uh, a team. And so if you have guys uh, on the outside that can really be burners, uh, that just that just helps your offense immeasurably and uh, can lead to so many opportunities, so many good opportunities to score. And so if it ends up being Brandon Duhame, I am fully for that. Uh, he has a ton of... Of AHL experience. Um, he uh, has played for the Iowa Wild for the last couple of years and uh, had six goals the last couple of seasons uh, for the Iowa Wild, but uh, he also played uh, going back to uh, some of his NCAA days, played with Providence, and uh, also played with the Chicago Steel. So he has plenty of experience. At uh, at all levels, but if he does have that uh, game breaking speed, that's something that you you just you really can't have enough of. So that you know that's a good job by uh, Dean Evason and Bill Guerin to realize that. And you know he he's in a similar situation to where Adam Beckman's at, in that uh, you give guys opportunities, they either step up and meet them. Or they end up uh, not being able to live up to the expectations, and then you send them down to I1. Duham seems like a guy who um, who is really going to relish an opportunity to be part of this roster. Uh, our friend Spoke Z just raves about the guy, and so he uh, he wanted me to definitely give a shout out to Duham, and I said, "Oh, don't worry." I said, "We'll uh, we'll talk plenty about him um, here uh, in today's show." But the other interesting thing that this brings in terms of uh, questions is like, what do these lines look like uh, for the, uh, the wilds on the, you know, say bottom six, like what does that look like for this team? Considering what we know um, as for uh, how things are starting to look. So obviously Rem Pitlick is going to be with the team to start. Looks like Duhaime now is going to be with the team as well. And so, you know, those top six, I think, are pretty solidified. You've got Kaprizov, Eric Sinek, and Zuccarello. Uh, do not break that lineup under any circumstances. Then you have um, Jordan Greenway, Ryan Hartman, and Marcus Felino. That line seems pretty solidified as well. Uh, it seems as though we're going to get Kevin Fiala, Freddie Goudreau, and probably Victor Rask, although... They could opt to bring a little bit of that speed. Maybe then, if Duhame does make the roster, maybe you put uh, Duhame on that third line or Nico Sturm on that third line uh, to add a little speed on the outside. and then that fourth line looks something like um, either Sturm or Duhame, Victor Rask and Nick Bugstad. That's that's not uh, that's not a bad few line combos and it's not a bad bottom six. For the wilds uh, here, at least to start the season. So, if that's the route that they end up going, it wouldn't surprise me if that's something that we see um, from this uh, this lineup at least to start the year. Now, it could certainly change, and Bill Guerin made those comments as well. He said, "Look, this is the opening night roster. It's probably going to change. So uh, we we shouldn't get too carried away with uh, with talking about it because it's probably going to be different midway through the season anyway." But um, I I would not be opposed to seeing Duham get a chance, uh, either him or Nico Sturm on that third line, uh, opposite of Kevin Fiala, to try to give him a little bit more speed to work with, uh, as well. Uh, once the season starts, but whatever way they decide to go uh, is certainly it's certainly Dean Evason's call, and uh, if we know Dean, which kind of think by this point we do. He'll tweak those line combos in some way, those bottom two, to uh, get them to work and to optimize. And then it'll just be smooth sailing. This team will just you know, be a juggernaut offensively that, uh, that we can enjoy watching on any given night. But if it does come down to Brandon Duhay making the team, as it seems like the writing's on the wall for, congrats, man. Uh, glad, to, uh, glad to be able to see players get their first opportunity and really relish it and so hopefully he's able to have a nice, successful season uh, with the Wild this year. All right, now we will get to the season expectations for uh, Nico Sturm and Nick Bugstad, but before we do, just one final note on Duhame. If he does end up making the roster, uh, as far as expectations go, what to expect from him this season, it's going to be a successful one for him if he shows that the moment isn't too big and if he plays like he has so far in the preseason to where it doesn't seem like he's in over his head and he's able to contribute, he's able to make some plays and just have fun doing it. If he does all of those things, then there's really not going to be any way that uh, that his season is a disappointment. However, if he comes up and is nervous, uh, plays tight, and, uh, and ends up forcing the Wild to make a roster decision, well... Then at that point, there are some concerns as to uh, to his status on the team. But hop on up, have some fun with it, and uh, just just fit in, find a role on the team, and uh, don't look back. That's that's really all you can ask for for a rookie player uh, in their first season in the NHL. So that's really all we've got for uh, expectations for Duhaime. If he is the one that indeed makes the roster, Um at this point, it's really just kind of getting a chance to watch him play and evaluate what he's able to do. And then after that, we can maybe start to try to pencil in some expectations for, uh, for what to expect from him. But now we will move on to Nico Sturm and Nick Bugstad. We'll look over their season expectations. That is next here on Locked on Wild. This fall, Built Bar wants to help you celebrate freedom of choice. Are you aware there are a ton of delicious flavors of built Bars already in existence? Coconut, Cherry barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, and German Chocolate. No pumpkin spice as of yet, but maybe sometime down the road we'll get one. If you're not sure which flavor to start with, and for my money, Raspberry's the way to go. But if you're not sure where you want to start digging in... Well, just grab the mix box. You'll get two each of those nine flavors. The best part, though, about built bars—they're amazingly healthy for you. Each bar contains 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranges in calories from 130 to 180, contains only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing tasting, amazingly healthy. What's not to like about a built bar? So, go to Bilt.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. BetOnline.ag is back and they are better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, BetOnline.ag is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface... Even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON for that welcome bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. That's all at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Betonline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. All right, let's talk about the uh, fourth liners. At least for now, that could change. Again, all of this is subject to change, but we're trying to go kind of based off of what we expect the line combinations to be for the start of the season. And we'll project the defense and the goaltending in the early part of next week. It's looking like Lockdown Wild is going to be pulling some two-a-days next week in leading up to the start of the season. Uh, We'll try to get some uh, season previews up for you, as well as finishing off these projections. So as a bonus treat, it's uh, probably going to be Two episodes every day next week. Hey, we, I got to make sure that I'm in shape and, uh, and ready to go for the start of the season too. So two a days, little boot camp to kind of get us going uh, for the start of the season. So make sure that you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts as well as on our YouTube channel so that you don't miss out on any of it. Let's start with Nico Sturm who is probably outside of Kirill Kaprizov, my favorite player on this team right now. A uh, burner with speed that can absolutely impact the game. And a guy who I think, in my uh, bold predictions for the locked on NHL network, a guy who I think could get to the 20 goal plateau this year, if given the opportunity, and if he keeps his production up that he had over the course of last season, he's looking at, you know, 18 goals potentially. Uh, over the, uh, the pace that he put up last year, which was 11 goals in, uh, I believe, 50 games. If you stretch that over 82 games, that's uh, an 18-goal pace. Plus, if you throw in a couple of empty netters, a couple of breakaways, Sturm could definitely get there. So I have, obviously, a lot of expectations for Nico Sturm. And it starts with, what do we consider a successful season for Nico Sturm. I think for Sturm, if he's able to get off of the bottom line, off of the fourth line, and start to increase his minute load to where he is, uh, is making an impact on the third line, because, let's be honest, probably not going to crack onto the top line unless he just goes nuts. And you're not going to be playing defense on that, uh, that Hartman line. So his best option at this point is to try to crack onto the same line as Kevin Fiala and to give a little bit of that home run speed opposite of Kevin in the lineup. And so if he can get onto that third line and, uh, and can play with Fiala a little bit, little bit more, his minute load is going to increase, and therefore his production should increase as well. So really the, the only thing that I'm looking for from Sturm is to push the issue for the Wild this year and to prove that he is capable of handling it so that he does end up making that, uh, that third line and uh, ends up producing at the level that I said that he would. Which then leads to, is he capable of uh, outpacing his projections for the season, which have him, now this is based off of Yahoo because ESPN doesn't have fantasy projections uh, for several of the Minnesota wilds regular players. He is pegged for 13 goals and eight assists this season. So that would be two more than he scored last year in 30 more games. I think if he gets even close to, if he gets to between, I'd like to see him get right around 15. I think 15 would be a great step up for Sturm and, uh, You know, getting into double digits with the assists, if he can even get to somewhere around 25 or 30 points this year, um, I think that would be considered a great season for Nico Sturm. And therefore, I think he definitely can outpace his projections uh, for this season because, you know, if he gets to that third line, he's going to have more opportunities. He's going to be playing with some better players around him. And so I think he definitely can get... To, uh, to those numbers if he's able to do that. Now, what, does, uh, what concerns do we have going into the season for, uh, for Sturm, if any? Well, if he stays at the level that he's been at and he doesn't really show any signs of growth, that is where the concerns come in for me. If we see regression from, uh, from Sturm this year, then, uh, then that's going to cause an issue, and that's going to likely lead to him being pretty much a fourth-line guy at best. So if he can uh, can come in and push the issue, get to that third line, then he can exceed his expectations, and it will wash away any concerns that I have by playing productively in that role. So that's, that's a look at Nico Sturm's uh, season projections. Now let's go to Nick Bugstad. Bugstad, one of the veterans of this team, and so for Bugstad, in terms of his projections, uh, it's really interesting because, you know, what do you look for in a guy who is, um, you know, a fourth-line guy, a wing-center combo? Um, I just want to see, and I'm pulling it up so that I can uh, can look back at, uh, at it in particular. There was a stretch where Bugstad played, Uh, very well uh, and and was more of a factor in scoring and uh, just seemed like he was was more comfortable in the lineup Um, I believe that was in the uh, the month of March had two goals five assists seven points throughout the month of March and so if he can get to where he is contributing um not necessarily on a consistent basis, but is just is contributing and isn't just looking like somebody that is there to just take a spot. If he can do a little more than just exist, then I will consider that a successful season for Bukestad. Um, if he does end up playing some center minutes this year, he's got obviously win some faceoffs, but if he if he can do kind of the thing that we got on Victor Rask for so much last year. Rask just basically existed uh, on the top line with Kaprizov and Zuccarello. If he can show that he you know, isn't just a body taking up space, then I'll consider that a successful season for Bugstad. His projections at this point, nine goals and 14 points, um, I, I would take that. I'll take him... Anywhere from anywhere right around ten goals, I think would be a huge win uh for the wild this season. And so I again will say that I think he can exceed his expectations from a projection like a fantasy projection point. I think he can exceed those. I don't expect that he will by much, but if he is able to be a productive fourth liner for this team, um then I don't see any reason why he couldn't get to ten, you know, eleven 12 goals on the year because this team's going to score a lot of goals and so if uh, if he can be part of that I see no reason why he can't exceed um, that nine goal projection for him this year and concerns well concerns are going to be that he you know is just taking up a roster spot and isn't really adding anything of value and is simply just trying to kind of push everybody else that could step up and take a spot to next year and beyond that. And there's, I think there's a legitimate likelihood that we just see a guy who is kind of just playing minutes and uh, isn't necessarily adding anything of value to the team. If that is the case, then that's going to make everybody else on that fourth line struggle to uh, try to overcompensate for uh, that loss of production. And I would say of anybody on this roster, I think Bugstad has the biggest chance to underperform. Now, if he's fully healthy, which was the other thing, he came into the season coming off of surgery, so he didn't really have a full offseason to uh, get himself ready. So maybe we do see a different Nick Bugstad that can uh, produce at a better level now that he has uh, had some time to recover from his offseason injuries. I would certainly be uh, be welcome to that uh, if that is indeed what happens. But I got to see it first. Haven't seen it really since he's been here, with the exception of like a 10-game span where he looked really good when he came back um, when he was injured during the season. So if if we see it, great. If not, then I, I do not see him resigning here in the offseason, and I think his spot's going to be taken by... Um, the handful of players that are knocking on the door to uh, to get up to this wild roster. So expectations for Bugstad be more than just a body and uh, we will do just fine with uh, him in the lineup. That takes us to the end of today's episode of locked on wild. So again, thank you for making locked on wild your first listen here today. And now that you're done listening to locked on wild, make your second listen of the day, locked on fantasy hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. on Fantasy Hockey is free and available on all podcast platforms, just like Lockdown Wild, so make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on our variety of social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And of course, YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel for content throughout the week in addition to our normal episodes. And all of this is uh, leaning towards another full season of hockey, which is just around the corner. So make sure that you follow along so you don't miss out on new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.